shit, there's snow, there's ice, there's a big old blanket of ice, some tour bus. Why would you take a tour when you know a city's fixing to get hit with a big winter storm? Why would you be on a tour bus? I don't know. I don't know how long it was there. But why would you be on a tour bus unless you were a band, but it wasn't? This is one of those private coach vans that takes old people around. Why would you be on trying to get on a freeway overpass, meaning you got to go up, and it's covered in ice? Now, 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 why would you think that was a good idea? They got wreckers out there. They got trucks out there. They're trying to pull that thing. They told the people to get off the bus. Why did? Why are you telling people to get off the bus? It's cold out there. I, I looked at the bus driver and said, you get off the fucking bus. Motherfucker, you crazy. Uh, pipes didn't freeze. Thank God we still got hot water and electricity. Knock on wood. Took a nice hot shower. And that's to rub it in right there on a the rise. No hot water for her in Oklahoma. Plenty of hot water here in the great state of Texas. Just kidding. Uh, I, I'm in a goofy mood today. Like, I, I have a whole show planned out, but, like, the last five minutes before I went on, I've got all these great ideas, and, and, and we're going to do them all here this morning. So buckle in. By the way, the music I played this morning, music brought to you by our good friends at Patriot Diesel. Now, now let me ask you a question. If you're driving a diesel truck, why would you take it to anybody except a specialist? Like, like if you needed back surgery, would you go to the ear, nose, and throat guy? No, of course not. You're not stupid. You would go to a Patriot. So check them out. Patriot Diesel. Give them a call at 916-792-6767. Check out their website, Patriot Diesel Roseville, all one word, dot com. Or drop by 800 Sweet D Riverside Avenue right there in Roseville. Sweet D isn't just an address from what I understand. So there you go. Big day for them because they're in charge of all the music today. And today's music, we started with Duran Duran. They they announced yesterday the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for next year. Duran Duran is on that list. And I got to say... Damn right. But we're going to get into it. Look, 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 look. We're going to get into all the music stuff after we get through the good mornings. And then we, we have a brand new feature. And then we got to go through that feature. Then we can do that. It, it, it's a crazy day today. All right? So there you go. First of all, good mornings because you guys are the most important. Hangtown Jen says, happy Thursday, ass. Douglas says, happy Friday Eve. Man, another week almost over. Good morning, Arnie, our ass family. Straight Fire then says, good morning, Jen, Douglas, and the entire ass family. I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> Fred says, good morning, y'all. Cowboys girls in the house. She says, good morning, ass family. Christopher says, good morning, gang. I uh, hope y'all had a great hump day. Uh, that was yesterday, so. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Um, Jackass comes out tonight, so expect a review in the morning. Yes, because I do not believe the roads. The roads are just deadly in Fresno all the time due to crossfire. The roads in Texas today are bad because there's like an inch of ice on the roads. So uh, we, we're going to still maybe try to go see it tonight because tonight is the bonus uh, features. that The media gets all the bonus features tonight, so I'm excited for that. Andrew says, good morning, ass. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas here in North Texas. Hope everyone is safe and warm. Amen. 
Braddy Kidd is in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. can I please have yeah. your attention? I've just been handed Look. an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Yeah, the breaking news is Braddy Kidd's in the house. So there you go. Braddy Kidd, I hope that you have a spectacular day today. Derek, good morning, ass family. Happy Friday Eve. Alicia, good morning, ass family. Happy day after your birthday. I hope, you know, we didn't do something for you yesterday, Alicia, and I feel bad. So I'm going to take the time, make up for it right now. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. My part. Happy birthday, dear. Alicia. There it is. Perfect. Perfect. There we go. A day late, dollar short, but hey, it's out there. Sassy Pammy is in the house. She says, good morning, Arnie Nass. Arise, good morning, day two at home because Oklahomans don't do snow. Neither do Texans. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it uh, is my truck doors are frozen shut. Yeah. Was going from New Mexico to Arkansas. Arise says, thanks, Arnie. I'm straight up boiling water to bathe like it's 1883. Uh, <laughs> Christopher says, that's right, no ice here. The bullets I'm used to. Uh, good morning, uh, Mike D. All right, so I, I was thinking about this because uh, Hot Stephanie sent me a story last night. Now it's all over uh, the media, and it's so funny. So it, I'll get to the story here in just a second. But we ha- I, I decided to do this. We have a brand-new award, and I've, I've already contacted Young Harm, And we're going to make this a daily feature. So I will take submissions from you guys on this. But I think that we have a brand new award to give out. Okay? And we're going to simply call it the Whoopi. All right? But but first, we got to find proper music. Because every day when I announce this, we have to have proper music. So let's try this. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's pretty damn good. I got to say that that right there, that, that might be our winner. But let's try this one here. No, 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 no. It, it's got to be this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All that from the get-go. No, we won't play God Save the Queen. We'll play all that one. Uh, okay. What's one of the songs they used in Sister Act? I, I, oh, you know what? That's not a bad idea. Hold on. Let, let, let's see. Love, shoo, YouTube. Oh, oh, there we go. Sister Act. Sister Act. Let's see. Oh, maybe this one. Maybe, maybe we, maybe this is a great idea. Maybe this is one of the greatest ideas ever from the Ass Family. The Whoopi. Let's see. No, I don't like it. I, 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 it's a great idea. Let, 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 let's see if this one will do it. I will follow him. Sister Act. I 
it, it doesn't have the panache. Maybe Sister Act 2 will have it. An oh, happy day. Okay, you guys, relax. Okay? Oh, here we go. Take a deep breath. Be fine. Don't worry. You ready? Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. I, 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 I have to say, I, I have to say, I have to go with the royal music. Because the whoopee is. I, great idea. Great idea. But it, nothing grabs me. Just like, like the, like the, uh, like the, the, like this. This is, this is grabbing. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls. The Arnie Stage Show proudly presents its daily award. The Whoopee. And it is presented to the dirtiest cunt of the day. See, that's perfect. There you go. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go with that one. Okay. We'll, we'll put all this together. So, and by the way, we'll go into why we're explaining why it's called the Whoopi. I mean, I know we don't really need to, but we're going to call it the Whoopi. And today... The first, the inaugural Whoopi Award goes to Susan Sarandon. Boy, I tell you what, that, that odds on that she was going to end up getting one of these someday. Oh, man. Susan Sarandon is the proud first recipient of the Whoopi which is the dirtiest cunt of the day. She tweeted this out. She tweeted the picture out of all the policemen marching in a funeral. And I believe this was from yesterday. This could be yesterday. It could be the first one. I'm not sure. But she tweeted out yesterday when they were burying the cop who, who, who donated his organs and saved five people. Um, so if all these cops weren't needed for crime that day, doesn't that mean they aren't needed any day? Woo! There you go. Y'all can see it if you want. Man, oh man. (laughs) <laughs> Ladies and guys, the sweet tea is not for sale at Patriot Diesel. Uh, let's see. Is that Caitlyn Jenner singing the birthday song? Uh, so there you go. Uh, but yes, uh, so our inaugural winner of the Whoopi goes to Susan Sarandon. And by the way, by the way, they're saying on Fox News that it's not going as, as planned. She... She slammed after sharing posts comparing slain New York PD detective funeral turnout to fascism. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. This needs to go on the old TikTok daily. Oh, yeah. we're. I got to work out a way that I Because they, they frown upon the cunt word for some odd reason. So I, I, I will get this in. But, yes. The Daily Award. I like it. Now, getting to why we have a Daily Award. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. 
The reason why we have this daily award called the Whoopi is just due to Whoopi being Whoopi. Oh, man. I, I mean, yesterday was such a great day. It was, it was so awesome because The View came out yesterday and they announced they have, because Whoopi wasn't on. She'd been suspended for two weeks, right? Right? We talked about that yesterday. The most anti-Semitism thing to ever say, ever, on the history of television, is that the Holocaust wasn't about racism. Okie dokie. So the view, first thing they did, suspend uh, 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 whoop, uh, Whoopi, yeah, and then change their, their, their music. So now when you turn on the view, you hear this. Yes. Due to the fact that the view yesterday did not, and I repeat, did not discuss anything about Whoopi Goldberg at all. No, 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 no. They stayed away from that topic. I I sit here and I go, how can you, how can we even look at you as a credible source of anything? If the day after one of the biggest things in television history happens and you don't address it, and it happened a foot away from you? Now, if I didn't believe it before, and if you're one of these people that says, well, you know, those people say bad things about the media, they're all, they're all a little kooky. They're all, you know, conspiracy theorists. Really? Is that, is that really a conspiracy theory that the view didn't say anything about Whoopi Goldberg is because, well, they don't know what to say? And by the way, I mentioned the fact that Whoopi, oh man, Whoopi's been suspended for two weeks. Woo! <laughs> Blake was just saying Whoopi was enjoying her black privilege so much and then crossed the line. Whoopi Goldberg is threatening to quit the view. Okay. Bye. I mean, I need shit. I should have had that sound effect from Tombstone. Bye. Bye. What? Yeah, you're mad that that you get the softest kiss on the wrist by giving a, a two week paid vacation, and, and you're thinking about quitting. Now, I have seen people come out. This is amazing to me. This is truly amazing to me that say, let Whoopi say what she wants to say. Oh, this day and age, we're too quick to cancel people on the things they say. I, I'm, I'm sitting here just going, uh, what? <laughs> this is just a, uh, this is censorship. Yeah, exactly what they're trying to do to fucking Joe Rogan. But he didn't say anything wrong. You see, when you give out your idea... And it's a thought. And nobody knows if it's truly right or wrong. That's an idea. And, and you're, you're censoring that. 
But when Whoopi Goldberg comes out with what your side has deemed as its own hate speech, I mean, wait a second. So so as long as your side says all the negative bad shit like Whoopi, we're going to allow that. But when we have somebody call another nation a shithole country, that's bad. Can't have that. You see? They want it each way. They want to fucking, they want the stick, and they want to do the same shit that, that the dog got the stick for, and they want to get the damn carrot. Now, I never understood in sticking the carrot because carrots ain't no good unless they're boiled and have brown sugar in there. So how about you, you we, we instead of doing the stick and the carrot, how about the stick and the ice cream? That one makes way more sense than me. Uh, threatening to quit means she was mad Joy wouldn't give her a tap on the tuna fish sandwich sessions. <laughs> That's a disgusting visual. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The tuna boat to ta- Pound Town lives fucking free at the view. So she's threatening to quit. Now, now I want to go back through Whoopi's history of controversies and wonder to myself, just wonder. This is one of those things. We can play the game I hate playing. What if this were, insert conservative white person here. You know, they've had them. They, they, they've had the, the, the girls on The View that get into it with Whoopi and with Rosie. And, and the McCain's fat daughter was just on there. So imagine if one of them did one of these acts here, okay? So the first, let, let, let's go. Uh, one of the first big things she said was um, in 2019, when she compared U.S. border facilities... To concentration camps. Shut up, dummy. Like Terezin, also known as Theracident, in which, uh, I can't say, you guys know, it's a concentration the Nazis use. Uh, The Nazis used to transport Czech Jews to extermination camps. You see, they kill them there. They exterminate them. Uh, And then slave labor camps, they also used it for propaganda efforts. She compared the United States border facilities to that. Now, I don't know about you, but I do believe that if we allow people to end the border facility and then we allow them into America, it's nothing like a prison camp. It's more like a summer camp than anything. Oh, God almighty. Now, now we, we all agree that was really stupid on her part, right? Well, well, she didn't stop there. Nope, 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 nope. That's just example one. Example two goes way back to 2009. You're ready? How you feel about this? Whoopi Goldberg said that Roman Polanski's sexual abuse case from the 70s against a 13-year-old girl was not rape-rape. It wasn't rape, rape. Shut up, dummy. Shut up. She says, quote, I know it wasn't rape, rape. It was something else, but I don't believe it was rape, rape. 
Sounds like that old show, Grape Ape. Grape Ape. Rape Ape. I mean, I'm not trying to laugh at, at, at pedophilia grape, but I mean, we're a different kind of society. We see things differently. Would I want my 14-year-old having sex with somebody? Not necessarily, no. Yes, and the police beating Rodney King wasn't beating, beating. <laughs> um, that, now, would, would that get, would, imagine if a white female conservative said those things. Oh, they're fired. Fired. But that was back in 2009. Even before that. In 2004, while on stage, she said, Something bad about President George W. Bush. But the problem was is that Whoopi was a major endorser for Slim Fast. And she went out on stage and said, we should keep Bush where he belongs, not in the White House, while gesturing toward her genitalia area. <laughs> Yeah, well, you remember back then, W was liked. This is before all the shit. He was still kind of liked, we'll say. Um, yeah, yeah, they dropped her from Slim Fast immediately. Then her bookings took a slump, and she was very, very desperate. And that's when Barbara Walters came to her and said, Would you like to be on the Voo? And that changed her whole thing. Uh, Let's see. I think this one, though, is my favorite. This one should touch everybody. (laughs) Nicole and Ron weren't murder, murder. Back in 2007, Whoopi Goldberg defended Michael Vick. Fuck you, too. I mean, shut up! I, I can't. I don't. She defended Michael Vick after he pled guilty, saying, "Now I'm offended at this. He's from the South, from the Deep South. This is part of their cultural upbringing." Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, she goes on then to say. For a lot of people, dogs are sport. Instead of just saying Vic is a beast and a monster, this is a kid who comes from a culture where that is not questioned. Somebody from the South. I do. I, I hate that. I hate when they say, oh, it's part of the go. No, it's not. No, it's not. That would be like saying crack is a part of the culture. If you want to be racist and you, and you want to say, well, that's part of the black culture. No, it's not, because I, I, I know plenty of black folks that aren't savages and won't treat dogs like they're, like they're, they're object. They, they treat dogs like a member of the family, like most people in America do. And to come out and say the people, oh, that's just a different culture. Oh, okay, so then inbreeding shouldn't be against the law either. Because that, well, that's a culture, right? It's a culture that's in this country, also probably in the Deep South. 
So which part of the Deep South culture do we not allow? Oh, we, we don't allow racism because they got right. Well, wait a second. If that isn't that in the culture, we're protecting the culture. Everybody likes to hide behind that word. Culture. Shut up. Culture's in fucking yogurt. Wait, 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 wait. It's okay to justify dogfighting because you're from the cultural south. Why is it bad to have stars and bars? Andrew, hey, Andrew, let me just, I gotta say it. Correct the mundo. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yes, yes, she's right about Michael Vick. You know what else was also part of the South? Slavery. I mean, (laughs) and she keeps her job. That, to me, is the best part. Is that this woman has come out and said all this stuff. And once again, this is, this is a reoccurring feature now that we're going to do on the show. It's because we've all allowed it. And I, when I say that, I thought about that yesterday because I, I really did harp that point that, that we've allowed a lot of this stuff. I was just telling the truth. That's all we want to do here on the show is tell the truth. We want to entertain you, make you laugh, but we also tell you the truth. The truth of the matter is, we're all responsible, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying you're a horrible human being. We all allowed it because we all have lives. We all have shit going on, and that's okay. But when you're looking to point the blaming finger, you have to start with yourself first. And realize it's okay to blame yourself and go, well, I have a life. And if that really did truly affect me, I would have truly done something about it. We, we, we all have stuff. Everything, Everybody has shit going on. Poor Arised is bathing like she's in an old saloon getting ready for Sam Elliott. You know, I mean, they, they fell in a tub. People have shit going on. And they don't have time to pay attention to this stuff. They don't have time to go, well, Whoopi Goldberg should be fired, but I'm not going to do anything about it. And, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. But we have to hopefully, you know, open people's eyes and say, hey, I do have a couple minutes to call ABC and say, hey, I think Whoopi Goldberg should be fired. I did. I mean... It's a shame that it takes events like these. For her to come out and say that, I I still don't know how she got away with it on TV. The entertainment world is ruled by Jewish people, and right now the gays have control of it. That's the best way to say it. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just, once again, speaking the truth. They have control. You don't cross people in control. That's it. Oh, my God. Uh, All right, let's see. All right, where are we going here now? Okay, Christopher, got that email there. Where are we going to go? Let's go, uh, before we get to all the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, because we're going to spend some time on that shit today. 
we should all put on Jackie Mason voices and call ABC Dad. Hey, this is Jackie Mason. <laughs> I played the Oddvok. Uh, Rand Paul came out yesterday and said COVID edicts that make no scientific sense deserve a massive boycott. Kentucky Senator told American Reports, we know vaccines and natural immunity worked, and that's what should be emphasized. How about this? How about we just say enough is enough with COVID? I saw a report yesterday from the World Health Organization that said the brand new stealth B.A., whatever it's fucking called, is having the exact same, if not less, um, actions to you. So, like, if you got the, 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 uh, what the hell was it? It, If you got it, if you got the, what, the, the stealth version then it's not going to be as bad even as the version before that, which was then the Delta version. I can't. Uh, Omicron. That's right. Omicron. Where's, ooh, where's my sound? Hello? 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 Omicron. So we had Omicron, which wasn't bad, and then the stealth BA Omicron, which isn't even as bad as that. By the way, media ain't running with that. Have you noticed they've stopped talking about hospitalizations? Have you noticed that? Have you watched news lately? Not talking about hospitalizations anymore. Isn't that weird how that went away? Boy, but they're still pushing the shots. Go get those vaccines. Those kids under five, go get them shots. Why? It seems to have run its course, hasn't it? People still wearing masks all over town. Went out to eat last night. Had an amazing steak at the Outback Steakhouse last night. Wow, that shit was good. But server, everybody there, they, they even had a thing on their uh, window because Dallas County's still a bunch of, bunch of queefs over there saying that, uh, uh, yes, Dallas County. Oh, those guys are fags. <laughs> yeah, they have masks at restaurants and stuff. I, I don't wear them. Nobody ever forces us to wear them, so it's dumb. How about this? How about how about we just stop paying attention to COVID? Because that that's what's going to end up making it go away. Just telling you. Uh, the Olympics start tonight. Now, why is that important? Let me let me tell you why this is so important. I'm already laughing because whew. yep, B. Coop says it. The shots were never about lowering rates. It was about making green. Our prayers are answered. We now know, thanks to Jen P. Sucky, that Joe Biden will be watching the Beijing Olympics. Despite the diplomatic boycott. We'll show them. We'll boycott them diplomatically. One thing I haven't heard is the statistics on COVID hospitalizations, particularly with what strain people are facing. Is Delta still out there or the current hospitalizations? Omicron. Look, here's the thing. Ogre, I don't know. I don't know because they're not breaking it down. I haven't seen it broke down. 
So they're just saying it's this, that, and the other. It's still COVID. Joe is a major sponsor. You know, Hunter probably called, Dad, can I go? Dad. Hey, Dad. Uh, uh, <laughs> Vladimir Putin's, uh, he, he, his son says he'll pick us up. Or Vladimir Putin, you know his son? His son, Kerry, Kerry Putin. He, he said that his dad would pick him and me up and take us to the Olympics if you could take us home. No one goes to the fucking hospital over um, Omicron. When someone misses the slalom pole, he'll lean forward and say, what a stupid son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. You know, what a stupid son of a bitch. And he'll turn up the TV even louder and reach for a dry sandwich from his tray and sit back in his plastic-covered couch. Oh, see, I was drawing pictures of this. Joe getting all snuggled up. Joe's got his footy pajamas on, his presidential footy pajamas. He gets in the bed. Dr. Jill is tucking him in. It's 6.30. She's got a nightgown on because she's going out on the town to get her fuck on. Joe's sitting there. He's got a little plate of cookies. Presidential seal on there. Glass of milk or insure. Presidential seal on that. Ooh, we're, I'm going to watch the Olympics. Okay, Joey. go. You have a good night. Okay. Joey, don't stay up past 8. Okay. <laughs> He's bouncing on the bed when we're winning. Yay! <laughs> B-Coop says, Joe wears his robe. Yes, that all-white grand one. <laughs> one of my idiot coworkers posted that she got COVID the other day, but thank God I have my vaccine and booster because it's so very mild. That's because you got a weak variant, you ignorant fucktard. <laughs> he drinks Metamucil. The cookies are brand cookies. Mm. Uh. By the way, the the uh, the Republicans are saying that they're they're asking the athletes to watch out for yourselves because these pose a threat to American values. I I, I don't know. Look, of course the Republicans are going to say that the Republicans aren't going to go along with it. Look, if the Democrats not going with these games, Republicans sure as fuck ain't going to go with these games. And he's like, oh come on, just stop. Let, let the athletes have their time, for God's sake. Look, I'm worried enough about them that they're in China. Don't do any... Like, this would be my advice. If I, if I had a kid that was an Olympian and they're like, Dad, I don't know if I should go to China. I'd be like, you got to go. But don't be as stupid as your father, okay? That, that's why I'd, uh, I'd be like, do not do anything dumb. Now, I knock on wood, I never got arrested in Mexico. But I did dumb shit there. Dumb shit includes getting a cab ride in Matamoros, Mexico. Did that. Came back. Never again. Uh Uh-uh. He puts on a members-only jacket and hangs out with the other old farts at the White House Denny's so they can bitch about things. (laughs) 
It's in the back of the kitchen. It's in the like pantry area where all, just all the old guys meet. He says he soils himself when he gets excited, and Jill has plastic on the bed for him and that purpose. They've got rubber sheets. Presidential logo on them, of course. Everyone that tells me they have mild symptoms because of the vax ignores unvaxed with mild symptoms. Yep. I just shake my head because I have had a bunch of friends that have had mild symptoms due to their unvaxed immune system. By the way, by the way, if you have not had mild symptoms of this in the last two years, do you live in a bubble? Let's not forget what the symptoms are to this. The symptom, if you were to you go to Google COVID and put symptoms, only one word comes up, and it says everything. If you have a scratchy throat, if you have the sniffles, if you sneeze, if, 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 if you lose your taste, if you lose your smell, if your shoulder's tired, or if your back hurts, if your feet are bothering you, you possibly could have COVID-19. I've had the fucking symptoms of COVID for the last 15 years. My nose is stuffed up all the goddamn time. This whole idea that we just stop with this fucking bullshit thing. God almighty. So stupid. But we do know. We can feel safe that Joe Biden is going to be keeping his eye on those Olympic Games. You go, Joe. Thank you, Jen P. Sucky, for letting us know that. Now, see, here's the thing. We hate Jen P. Sucky because she lies to us each and every day. The one thing she hasn't done yet, yet, is what... The CBC is doing in Canada. Now, let me read this. Uh, Delta, and I'm pretty sure I had the original variant, too, before they did the mass testing, made me feel like shit, but I didn't go to the hospital over any of it. Uh, I'm putting up my hand, boss. I haven't got the slightest bit of anything in two years. I'm healthy as a horse. Hung like one, too. Well, that's too much information, Christopher. Really, Christopher, you haven't sneezed once in the last two years. You haven't coughed once in the last two years. That's amazing. No, I'm just saying, you don't have to be sick. The symptoms are, do, do we remember back when this first started? You remember when this first started before the lockdowns, before the masks? We were hearing about it, and everybody was starting to get a little worked up for it. If you coughed anywhere, it doesn't matter if you were choking on water or what. If you coughed Everybody in the room looked at you. Uh-oh. If you sneezed, everybody kind of... You don't have to be sick. Just some of the symptoms. One of my employees pretty much had pneumonia. But they sent him home uh, from the ER because there were too many people with COVID around. And they didn't want him to get it. I thought that was weird. She asked Alicia about that. Uh, when a guy brags about his dick size, usually it means it's fun size. Okie dokie. All right. Let's not take on one another this morning, hey? Uh, Canada State Broadcasting is is spreading a story that 
I have to say, I haven't heard one this good in a long, long time. Russian actors are behind the 50,000-strong freedom convoy protesting Prime Minister Pierre's vaccine mandate. Police threatened to arrest truckers blockading the U.S. border in Alberta, eh? Russian actors? Now, 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 look, let's be fair. I think I can understand why Russia is so mad right now. Russia is so mad and they're going to take it out on the little Ukraine. Mm, They're mad. You know why? Every bad guy in a movie now that's Russian is the same dirtbag, tattooed-up Russian. They get blamed for Donald Trump winning the election. They get blamed after it for all this time, even though it never happened. They're mad as hell. And now they're getting blamed for causing a 50,000-strong freedom convoy, and it's all being done by Russian actors. Now, I have seen a few of the Canadians and a couple of American truck drivers interviewed, and whoever, their language coaches or their speech coaches for their actors, you nailed it with the aboots. And sorry, man, oh man, you knocked it out of the park. I couldn't tell that that, obviously, that guy named Vlad wasn't from Alabama, even though it said it under his name. During a broadcast on Canada's Broadcast Corporation, which is funded by the Canadian government. Anchor Neil Kolkosol offered Parliament member Marco Mendicino the theory there is a concern that Russian actors could be continuing to fuel things as the protests grow on, perhaps even instigating it from the outset. What's the, what, does Canada have a beef with Russia? I always thought it was USA against Russia. Oh, 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 bless your heart. Bless your heart. Canada, I know what this is about. Yep. I just figured it out. Canada has a beef with Russia because Russia beat the shit out of Canada in the 1980 Olympics. And America, USA, beat Russia and won the gold. Canada hasn't been the same since then. Think about it, eh? And that's what this is. Uh huh. I think Canada is the one that's spreading all this misinformation to America about Russia.
Nothing says dirty Russians like Canadians standing up for freedom. Eh? Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. Like, I watched it. The videos are hilarious coming out of there. I've watched a few of them on TikTok. They are so funny. One guy, one guy who's against them because, well, you know, they don't want 50,000 trucks in the street. And I, I can't blame some people for that. Uh, he's screaming at him, and he's wrong. Everything he's saying to these truckers, he's wrong about. But they're just living it up, man. They're just taking it all in. Oh, man, that's just good stuff right there. Uh, okay, uh, oh, that fucking bitch is at it again. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Why does anybody listen to her? And by the way, she's a representative, and she's telling Senator Chuck Schumer to make Cinema's life as difficult as possible. They, what, the senator from Kristen Cinema from Arizona, oh, make her life as difficult as possible. He should continue to make their lives as difficult as possible. Oh, this is on Twitter, by the way, yesterday. Remember, AOC said, I got to take a break from Twitter. And then it was 20 hours later, she was back. <laughs> Actually, he should continue to make their lives difficult as possible and treat them the way they treat, say, public housing residents or parents who rely on CTC. When they improve, maybe process improves too. Why should we ever make lives of obstructionists easier? We sure as fuck did for you. You realized I'm more worried about pneumonia uh, than COVID. Hopefully he had bacterial one that caught early and just started on antibiotics. But that's crazy. We've had people develop COVID pneumonia because they go to the doctor on their O2 is 88 or less. Go home. Doesn't get any better. Go to the ER. These are Kaiser nurses in the clinics telling these to patients. What would possibly help them get better is point if they're breathing the same as someone with COVID. The healthcare system is creating more problems. Okay. Okay, so big fucking deal, Chuck. Cinema can switch parties where she's already being hailed. Good luck going against her in a general election. Which one? Uh, Cinema or or look, Cinema's she's she's made it. Like I I don't think I I honestly don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about Arizona politics. So I'm not even going to say. I don't know if she can get reelected, if that's going to be an easy task for She's pissed off. The Look, she's pissed off everybody who is not a liberal. And I'm talking about even liberals that are starting to move more towards the progressive side. Her and Joe Manchin, they are liberals. That's what they are. And they don't believe in all this stuff. Getting sold a bill of goods. That's what they're saying. And they don't want they don't want to. Christopher and I had a conversation on the show yesterday about um, health care and, and uh, uh, universal health care. He said something and it was right. And I don't I know I don't say this enough about it. These things that I, I oppose and I hate and I yell at and I scream at here on this show, I know that they're never probably going to affect me. That shit I was talking about with the insurance companies, that shit was going to happen 10, 15, 20 years down the road. That's not going to involve me. 
the stuff that they're doing right now, all this money that's going out there, all this money that's here, that's there, that's everywhere, it's not going to affect us. Your kids, it's going to affect. If you got grandkids, it's sure as fuck going to affect them. You think inflation is bad now? I saw an interesting thing the other day, and this is this is the funny thing about living in America. There's a picture of a house. There's two pictures, but it was the same house. That, you know, 50 years ago, that house went for, you know, $10,000 or whatever. Buy a house for ten thousand dollars. The aval- the average uh, income was something like fifteen thousand dollars a year. Now you look at that same house today. Remember, it was ten thousand dollars before. Now it's four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yet the income. The average income in America is what, about $50,000? I, I, what is the average income? Hold on, let's see something here. I don't want to be dumb here. I don't want to be out of place. Average income in the U.S. $30,000. So, so the average income doubled from $15,000. This is in 2018. I'm sorry. So in 50 years, the average income doubled, but the price of the house went from $10,000 to $450,000. That's quite a bit more than doubling, wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you say there's a problem with all of that? Hmm. Interesting stuff. But hey, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez telling people and by the way look, look she's been in she's been a representative for for two terms now Chuck Schumer has been there since the ice age and he's a senator which means he has more power he has more power because he represents more people um she's going to tell him what to do really i find that amusing I, I I even guffaw at that. Yeah, you know who Chuck Schumer is? Chuck Schumer is that weird, creepy guy in a bad movie. And you don't realize how many ties that guy has. You don't realize how many... Uh, hey, he's got his fingers in everybody's pockets. Because he's been there forever. That's the guy not to fuck with. Yep, housing is insane. We owned a home in Washington State for two and a half years and sold it. We moved to Oklahoma, made six-figure profit off it in two and a half years. And we did not do anything to the house besides add a wood stove and some landscaping. Mm-hmm. Christopher, yep, it's goddamn insane. The American people are dramatically underpaid, and the house prices are completely out of whack. I don't get it. I just, I, I don't, but, you know, that's for, that's for grown-up people to talk about. I'm just pointing that shit out. I'm not going to do anything about it. I, there, there's nothing I can do about it. 
So, it's one of those things I just look back and go, hmm. This is on us as well. Uh, let's see. Uh, boy, here we go. Here is our big story of the day. China's threat is more brazen, more damaging than ever before, the FBI director warns. FBI tells Olympic athletes to use temporary phones while in Beijing and avoid social media. That's just got to suck for an Olympian. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being an Olympian and you have to sit down with the FBI and you didn't even do anything? Ryan says, I don't feel I'm underpaid. I don't have a college education, and I can't afford to pay all my bills and live a decent life. Okay. Hey, man. I don't know where I stand with that because I've never thought of it. But, hey, I'll think about it. Um, You sit there and you train and you train and train. And especially with today's, you know, the youth of today, because that's what's in the Olympics. It's, It's young people. Where all young people live on social media. Avoid social media while you're there. Yeah, good good luck with that. Go fuck yourself. They're going to be Snapchatting, TikToking all the way to Instagram and Facebook even maybe some of them. Some of the older athletes. Everybody's so worried about these games. I wonder, do other countries get this worried about it when it comes to America? Now, don't let them fucking (laughs) brainwash you with all this freedom talk while you're there. (laughs) Whatever you do, stay away from the blue jeans. Those things are terribly uncomfortable. Why was that? You remember that back in the old, like... When, when people go to Russia and they, oh, you have blue jean, blue jean. You know, blue jeans were like a big deal and people would take them over there. I didn't realize that blue jeans was such a scientific feat. Uh, any of our athletes who get arrested can be bailed out by Whoopi. She can go to Premier Z and say it wasn't a crime crime. <laughs> Fucking FBI telling these people that like, this would suck, man. First of all, it's going to suck because it's the Winter Olympics, which means it's cold, even though they're having problems from what I've read over there, you know, getting enough snow and things. But, man, who wants to be in the Winter Olympics? I want to be there in the summer games, man. You see the swimmers? See all them gals? We got ice skating. We got the figure skating and all them fruits and all that kind of stuff. All right. Great. I'm not, I, I'm going to do, oh. Ask family, I might have to resort to something. I might have to resort back to ruining the Olympics for everybody. I'll give you the results of the things they're going to show you tonight. 
in a story that only I could say the words. Golly. The headline. Smoking gun documents tie Nancy Pelosi's son. I have absolutely no uh, sense of responsibility for divisions in our country. Some of the differences of opinion we have in our country are what our founders had in mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her son has been tied to fraud and bribery schemes to remove permit violations against squalid San Francisco flophouse owned by his ex-girlfriend and probed by, that's right, the FBI. Once they get done talking to the Olympic athletes. Paul Pelosi Jr. is involved in an FBI investigation. Can you hear the smile on my face? It will be turned upside down, though, here in just a minute when I come to the reality of what will happen. The officials were allegedly bribed to remove violations at his Nancy Pelosi's son's ex-girlfriend's squalored property. The uh, Daily Mail has obtained smoking gun documents that tie him directly to the fraud and bribery scheme. In one document, Mr. Pelosi signed statements that he was the property owner, the uh, party legal and financial responsible for this proposed construction activity. Ruh-roh. Well, there's a few things that are going to happen. Either people are going to die. I don't think that's that's one of those options. Uh, We're never going to hear about this story again. Okay. It's great. I, I love seeing that Nancy Pelosi's name is being besmirched now by her son, whose who's ex-girlfriend, quote-unquote, his ex-girlfriend, him, he's running a fucking flop house. But, as we've seen, maybe it's all true. Maybe, maybe, what, what, what's his name, Paul? Paul Pelosi can go on, I don't know, a CBS talk show and talk about he's seen more flops than, yeah, the, the, I, I don't even know. I, I, I don't even know what to say. But I don't know, it's kind of Hunter Biden-esque, isn't it? The man who says he smoked more Parmesan cheese than anybody else? Thinking it was crack, but no, 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 no. There's no that, that that doesn't have anything to do with the president of the United States at all. That's his son. They have awful children. The leaders. Uh, this should. This is what we should. Honestly, we should be able to kick leaders out of office if their kids are royal fuck ups. You can't even manage your own fucking kids. I ain't voting for you. Joe Biden should be impeached over that one picture of Hunter who had two hookers on him and he was smoking a crack pipe. 
that's really a picture that's out there. But, but once again, these are not the droids you're looking for. Oh, these are not the droids we're looking for. <laughs> Donald Trump had a phone call with somebody in Russia? Fucking A. Let's investigate. But, hey, we've allowed it. Her son is just as ugly as she is. Goddamn. Our our final story of the first segment. Oh, my God. Jesus. I saw this story two days ago, and I just, I kind of scratched my head. But you, you know what, though? I'm seeing an ad here. Before I get to this story where I scratched my head, I saw an ad. You, you, have, it, we've all seen all these uh, ad testosterone commercials, right? We, we, we've seen these. We're, we, especially the ones with Doug Flutie and uh, Frank Thomas. You know, they got this big old bottle of fucking pills. Supposed to boost your, you know... Your testosterone and shit, and they're peddling this their wares on television. There's a commercial that's been bothering me a lot lately. And when something bothers me a lot, I have to bring it to you guys. So what it is, is this guy sees Nugenics. There it is, Scott. Thank you. This guy sees Doug Flutie and... Frank Thomas on the driving range, getting ready to play 18 holes. And this guy goes up to him and he goes, man, you guys look good. I want it set on the record. That if you were to walk up to two former athletes, especially Frank Thomas, and say, man, you look good. They aren't going to have a, a, a conversation to you about lost testosterone. No, Frank Thomas is probably going to kick the shit out of you. Oh, at the end of the commercial is even worse. Because the guy is there with his wife. And he, he walks up to Doug Flutie and Frank Thomas and says, you guys look good. And then they peddle their wares about nugenics and testosterone and ooh. And then Frank looks at her and goes, she's going to like it too. Now, can you imagine saying that to another man about his wife that he doesn't know? And secondly, the problem with that is, Frank Thomas is Frank Thomas. He is going to walk over to her if she truly is that honey that was in the commercial and say, hey, baby. All he's going to go up to her and say is this. Drop that zero and get with the hero. And boom. They are they are in the, 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 the captain's cabin in the tuna boat. Taking it all the way to Pound Town. This fucking low T-shirt. You guys look good. This has been bothering me for a while, if you can't tell. 
I would never walk up to another man unless I knew that man had walked through, I don't know, an acid bath and nothing happened to him. I'd be like, man, you look good. I wouldn't saunter up to him at the driving range and go, hey, you look good. Fucking creepy as shit. (laughs) You need to crank call them and ask them if they guarantee your hitting average will increase to Frank Thomas's average. Oh, Flutie would say Pride Day is tomorrow, you homo. Go back to the clubhouse. I'm waiting for the porn music to start. Doug grabs his crotch and says, why don't you come get some? You look good. Yeah, so do you. How about putting your finger in my ass? That's it. I'm going up to people to talk about my low T. Yeah, that's the other thing. You know what? That's that's good point number three. Hey, fellas. You know, I've got low testosterone. No, you see, you keep that one to yourself. That one's one of those. That's your inside voice right there. Do you know why? Because all your guy friends will rip you apart. Spicoli was on the first hole and said, Oh, those guys are facts. <laughs> Christopher, what are you talking about? I leave for a minute and all of a sudden you're talking about me grabbing my crotch? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, that commercial just makes me laugh now every time. Hey, Frank Thomas. I mean, and he, and he always goes, Hey, Frank Thomas, Doug Flutie, you guys look good. I mean, I, I think in real life, I, I, I just I think they both kind of look at each other and just either hit him with a golf club or they just walk away. What do you say there, slugger? Yeah, I look good. Yeah, you look good. Yeah, you could look this good too if you try my 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 new testosterone enhancer. You see, I have low T. Hey, everybody here at the golf course, me, Frank Thomas, is big, imposing, larger than life, former athlete. I have low testosterone. (laughs) That's the spokesman I want to see. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, and I want to talk about anal fissures. Oh, all right, enough about that fucking poor-ass new Genix commercial. Well, I guess they won't be sponsoring the show anytime soon. <laughs> now, hey, this is the Arnie State Show for new Genix. You guys look good. A group of three gunmen shot and killed an online journalist in western Mexico, making the fourth murder of its kind in less than a month. So many people not surprised. Try my new testosterone supplement. I call it cock splint. Get yours today and pretend your wife is turned on by your man breast and saggy nuts. Um, so they're, they're attacking journalists there, online journalists in Mexico City. The attack took place in Zitacuaro, Mojia, 
Uh, gunman also shot up the news building. News director, da-da-da-da. Uh, after initially condemning Toledo's murder on social media, Jesus Ramirez Cuervez, spokesman for Mexico's presidential office, sent a second message claiming that Toledo did not work as a journalist and was a legal assistant. Gunned down by the cartel, right? Yeah, gunned down by the cartel. I want to take this time. I've been meaning to do this for quite some time here on the big show, and I haven't done it yet, and I need to. I need to once again pledge my support and my trust in all cartels. I am not anti-cartel whatsoever. No, 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 no. Nope, nope, I know you're there. And I say, viva la cartel. And I'm not saying which one. I think you're all the bee's knees. Please don't kidnap me. I want nothing to do with you. I will... I will gladly be happy if you allow me to just somber in my world as I allow you to somber in your world. (laughs) I wish there was a Mexican steak sauce ad that says, uh, these stuff is made in Mexico City. Mexico City? So is face to a soccer ball. When someone gets killed in Mexico, it's like the cantina scene in Star Wars when Obi-Wan kills those two fools. Everything stops for a few seconds, then they go back to their drinks. Yeah, that's the way it is there. But I'm here to say this right now. Cartels, yeah, yeah, you guys get judged for all the wrong stuff. Think about all the money that the cartels send uh, to to charities and, and churches and, and all that kind of good stuff. So, yes, pro-cartel. I got nothing to do with them. Just saying. I don't want to mess with them at all. My face would not look good on a soccer ball. It just wouldn't. All right. Phone number 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. We come back. We will discuss the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the new people that they could be putting in. And by the way, today's music, all people that are nominees. Start with this one.
don't cry We both know that I'm not what you need But I will always love you I will always love you I hope life treats you kind And I hope that you have all that you ever dreamed of. And I wish you joy and happiness. But above all of this, I wish you love. Thank you.
my lucky stars, the Negro. FANS or 775 376 Easy Easy. I'm sorry, I, I couldn't resist that one. That was, that was low hanging fruit, people, and I, I just couldn't let it go. Uh, welcome back to the big show here on this Thursday, aka Friday Eve. Just got done uh, with our first break of music, and we played nothing but nominees for the 2022 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Ken Dog, now how can you say that? Holy crap, that music is horrible. Hall of Fame, no way. Now, the, the first three that we played, that we played Duran Duran first. They're in there as nominees. And then we played Dolly Parton. I will always love you. Play Dolly Parton. Then, you, you can't go wrong with uh, Love is a Battlefield by, 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 by Pat Benatar. B-Coop says the literal video version of this song is great. That, that song is amazing. And then I dare people to be in a bad mood hearing the song Dancing on the Ceiling. Man, oh man. Now, is that rock and roll? Well, we have a few other names out there, and we're going to play. I'm going to play a snippet from everybody. We've only got, what, three songs left and then George Strait, but George Strait should be in every Hall of Fame, so that doesn't matter. We, 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 we got, let me announce the, the last three songs that we're playing. These are nominees this year for the Rock and Hall, and, and Ogre, I agree with you. So, right now, here you go. The next nominee for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now, I'm going to play the whole song a little bit later. But it's about time Judas Priest gets mentioned, don't you think? I I don't have a problem with that one. That one's okay. Oh, there's one I didn't download. Holy crap. Okay, hold on one second here. Mm-hmm. We'll do this. I'm not playing this band. Uh, no. Hmm. There we go. How about we do that? I'll download this real quick. Hold on, let me just get this. I, I don't know any of their songs, so I'm sorry. I'm cool. Okay, so there you go. All right, so uh, next artist that we have uh, yet to play, that, that is, we are going to play them, but <clears throat> Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominee is... Rage Against the Machine. To this day, one of the top three concerts I have ever seen in my life, especially at Arco Arena. What an amazing show that was. Take their politics out of it. 
okay? And our final one that we're going to play the whole song to, I don't think y'all are going to like this one, but next Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominee is... Eminem, a nominee for this year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now, we have to leave, we can't leave out these other people. Is Soundgarden in or were they left hanging? V Coop, I have finally got an article that talks about all the people that are not in and Soundgarden not in. Uh, fuck yes, I find fangirls so love him live. Okay, nope. All right, next nominee, ladies and gentlemen, for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is... than that, but you gotta love Devo. I mean, that, they were the first new wave band I can think of. I'm gonna go through all these, and I'll, I'll talk more about them, but like like I said, I'm playing these those artists. Do I think Devo needs to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Probably not. I love them for new wave. I, I mean, they're new wave Hall of Famers for sure, but now there there's this one this one might, I think they have a chance. Your next nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is... Play 15 seconds there, music. Yeah, uh, Annie Lennox, and it, well, not Annie Lennox, the Eurythmics. But, uh, but here's my question. Did the dude do much in the Eurythmics? Like, when she went solo, she went Annie Lennox, but couldn't she have just said, well, I'm, I'm going to take the Eurythmics name. I, I, I don't want to use my name. Uh, we're the Eurythmics. I can get with anybody who has a funny hat on. Hmm. Ogre says, this is fucked up Hall of Fame. It's based on singles and hits, not the overall contribution to music. Iron Maiden has sold like 60, 70 million records and influenced tons of musicians. 
but they've never had a hit single, so they're never getting in. Probably not. That, that, that's a great point you make, Ogre. It is a great, great point. And, and I think the thing that's overlooked about Iron Maiden is how they changed rock and roll. Not a lot of people liked it at first. They didn't like a, a metalish sound at first. You know, I, I love it that they defined heavy metal as a start with Black Sabbath. Yeah, it was, a, it, it was I would say it was a, a darker rock and roll. I don't know if it was metal, but Iron Maiden was metal. And I think they do get overlooked, and it's it, it's a shame. We'll talk more about it here coming up. All right, but we, we have to keep the nominees rolling. Ladies and gentlemen, your next nominee for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is... Son of a gun. Oh, let's get into it. Like you were walking onto a yacht Your hat strategically dipped below one eye Your scarfet was apricot You had one eye in the mirror As you watched yourself go out And all the girls dreamed that they'd be your partner They'd be your partner right, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only man-hater herself, Carly Simon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carly Simon arrives like, uh, Hangtown Jen says she needs to be in. All right, so Carly Simon needs to be in. All right. Oh, there's, there, there's more where that came from, friends. Uh, let's okay. Our our next one. Let's see. We've we okay. Uh, okay. So rage we've done. Judas Priest we've done. Oh, we haven't done this one yet. Let, let let me find these people. I've just added a bunch. Oh no 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 no. Okay, I know where that one is now. Oh come on. We'll go with this band right here. MC Five. Kick out the jams by MC5. I'm sorry to say I don't know a lot or really anything about MC5. So I can't help you with that one. Our next one, next nomination.
Now, that's Kate Bush. And I've heard the name, but see, this is the problem that I have with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And no sassy Pammy, they are not in. They are just nominated to be voted on. And the voting is going to go through. Uh, you can, you can, there's a fan vote that runs from today through April 29th. So there you go. I don't know Kate Bush. I, I don't know anything about her. And so I couldn't vote for her. There's only a few left. I've, I've, I've left out a big one so far, but we'll, we'll, we'll get there. I promise. Okay, so I just played Kate. Okay, who we got next? Okay. Where's this guy? I had this guy. There we go. Nomination. <laughs> That's somebody named Fella Cootie. I'm not making that up. Name is Fella, F-E-L-A-K-U-T-I. Fella Cootie. Nominee for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> I imagine Fella Cootie. He looks like it looks like it's from, I don't know, a third world country. Black Fella. This might be their international person that goes into the Hall of Fame. Only a few left to go. Uh, we'll go all the way down here because I know I saw this down here earlier. Uh, here you go. Next rock and roll Hall of Fame nominee is. Hey, yo. He's having a ball. And, you know, they asked me to get on the mic. And they asked me, can I kick it? Words. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. That's a tribe called Quest. Not really going to let that play all the way out. Uh, I know who they are. I've heard of a tribe called Quest. They're kind of big underground, I would say. But I, I'm sorry. If you're going to induct a rapper this year, it, it has to be Eminem. Eminem's going to get in. I'm just telling you right now. Spoiler alert. His Velvet Underground, whose song they literally stole from. Get it? <laughs> okay. Two left to go. Your next nominee for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Monkey. Butane in my veins, I'm out to cut the chunky with the plastic eyeballs. Spray 
see. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, hell yeah. Beck, I can totally see. Literally changed how musicians put songs together in the 90s. Uh, it's one hit wonders uh, year nominee. It, for some of them, it is. Wordsmith. Now, I'm not a big Beck fan. I'll just say that. This is why Transitioners Map in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame allowed other genres in. Oh, I haven't made you the maddest yet. Oh, no. That I saved for the last. You see, I'm what you would call a showman. I'm a modern-day Barnum and Bailey. I am a showman. Ladies and gentlemen, your last nominee for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is... Keep smiling. And I never thought I'd feel this way. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm glad I got the chance to say that I believe I love you. And if I should ever go away, well, then close your eyes and try to feel the way we do today. Come on, everybody knows the and words. If you can remember. Here we go. Uh, keep smiling, keep shining. Knowing you will always count on me. For sure. That's what friends are Stop it. Dion Warwick. Dion Warwick. Yes, the psychic network lady. Faux show. That makes me do everything except smile. Crap. I bet her psychic friends didn't see that one coming. Are you kidding me? Dion Warwick is a nominee for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? No. N- no. I, I. You know what? Ask family, do you know what I'm going to do right this second? I'm doing it. And I challenge. I challenge all of the Ask family to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame website and vote for Dion Warwick. I'm doing it. As we speak, cast my vote. Here we go. Oh, I got it. Oh, wait. Let's see. Cast your vote. Okay, let's see. I'm going to go Dion Warwick. Um, Duran Duran. Rage. (sighs) 
Should I put fella cootie in? Man, it's between. Oh, man. Oh, uh, fucking Pat Benatar. I've got one more. I can only vote one more. It's between Beck, Eurythmics, Judas Priest. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. You're going to have to submit your own vote. So there you go. Log in to submit. Uh, oh, I can just register with this. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Sign with that. Uh, ooh, there we go. There we go. Count my vote. Biome! Dion Warwick is going. Oh, shit, I didn't vote for Lionel. Oh, my God, no. No. Now, let's tell the truth. I'll tell you why. Duran Duran, that was, that, was, that, that, that was pussy music. If you grew up in the early MTV era, the first time you ever made it to second base, I, I will say this right now. You're at some junior high or high school, like, party. And this isn't like, you know, the 85, 86, 87, somewhere in there. You're making out with a girl. I, I guarantee that the only music that is playing at that moment sounds something. Oh, damn, I got a lot of Dwight Yoakam songs in there. Something like this. handful of boob and you, at some point in your life if you grew up when I grew up that right there you had a handful of boob for the first time thanks to Duran Duran that oh that 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 was Spanish fly wow but I mean look I, I look at all these artists and I, and I think it's cool. Yeah, I, I, I like that they have this, that they have a fan vote, but they don't ever listen to the fucking fans. But the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they, they've, they've long hated these stories. About the 33 acts, the 33 that they're now talking about acts, they have never even been nominated. I want you to think of that. I want you to think that Kate Bush was nominated before all these MC5. All these people were nominated before these people. You made it to second base with me in the late 80s and early 90s. probably to Skid Row or Madonna. I was confused at best, but I don't know. I was fond of Depeche Mode. I was not fond. Okay. Yeah, but see, here you go. Depeche Mode, at that time, Depeche Mode, and that was another one. I tell you right now, first time you ever got a hickey. Hey, I, I'm betting. Uh, I'm betting that something like this was on. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you this right now. You were making out to this song as well. 
Well, your first tongue kiss right there. <laughs> you know what's so great about that, Christopher? You get it. <laughs> he says, I took advice from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I played Cashmere. It didn't work. He played the wrong fucking song. That was the greatest inside joke ever in the world. When he tells him to put on side two of Van a- or Led Zeppelin, and, and, and he comes up playing Cashmere, and Cashmere's not that. Oh, my God. Oh, that's one of the funniest scenes. I remember I pointed it out, and, and I pointed it out, me and Pat, Pat Martin pointed it out together, and we laughed our asses off. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, Madonna stole her song from Beat Arnie. I know, right? I d- totally. Not that old, bro. <laughs> you haven't seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Really? You better see it this weekend, God damn it! All right. Anything else I got to say about these bands? Uh, let's see. Rage, great concert. Awesome. Judas Priest, yeah. New York Dolls, no clue. MC5, no clue. I didn't even play. Did I play? I played New York. Devo, I, I love them. I, I, I love them, but no. Duran Duran, fuck it, A. And see, the Eurythmics, I like the Eurythmics, but I don't like the Eurythmics. You know, I, I just, I, yeah, yeah, you like them, and then you're kind of like, eh, enough of them. Not that I, I think they don't deserve to be in. I, I thought the Eurythmics were great. Fella Cootie, I don't know. Dolly Parton, absolutely, positively not. Look, the reason why people like Elvis and Johnny Cash are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and yes, they're both in there, is because they were rock and roll stars before they were ever country artists. Jerry Lee Lewis is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but he should be in the Country Music Hall of Fame as well. So Dolly Parton has always and will always be a country music artist. There is nothing rock and roll about her. Her most rock and roll song? We all know her most, I mean, most of her songs are ballads or or really depressing about a coat made out of fucking Kleenex or whatever. But this is it. This is the one that... I mean, good song, great song. Tumbled out of bed and stumbled in the kitchen for myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. God bless her. I love Dolly Parton. I think Dolly Parton should be on money. But does not deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie's just a fun guy. Lionel Richie was like, I'll say this right now. Lionel Richie was the white man's cool in the gang. That's exactly what he was. If you listen to Lionel Richie, you were an all right guy. Now, if you listen to cool in the gang, whoa, hey, (laughs) hey, brother. That's the way it was. 
Tell me I'm wrong. Well, let's see. Uh, bunch of fucking millennials around here. I'm saying that I didn't get my first tongue kiss to 80s music. Oh, okay. You're not living then, my friend. Zennials uh, nincompoop. I know I've been sipping, uh, slipping and have not seen Fast Times yet. Yeah, you got to see that. Truthfully, I've never liked the Eurythmics. Annie Lennox is one of those I am smarter than you, snooty assholes who is vastly overrated. That's a, it's just kind of a hit and miss for me. Uh, Rice says, I love Annie Lennox songs. I'm sorry. You ain't got to apologize. Dolly's so ample, everything less than a silver dollar is too small to capture her likeness. <laughs> Most of your listeners know 9 to 5 from Deadpool 2. Jesus, I'm old. Uh, that has to be the most genius way of describing Lionel Richie I've ever heard. Yeah, he's a white guy. Man, when you uh, you hear Lionel Richie, oh, man, you, you know you're going to have fun. Lionel Richie is just, he's not going to bring you down, man. You know what I mean, man? He's not going to bring you down. I mean, I only have one Lionel Richie song. Oh, but I mean, this song. This is why I played this song this morning. This is my favorite Lionel Richie song. I mean, that right there just yells Caucasian. I hate to say it this way, but I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it, and you're going to agree with me. He's just black enough. Seriously, like, like, keep listening. Something's going on. See? Just enough. Whereas if you were to pull this out at a party of of bankers and investment uh, geniuses, you play this. Get down, get down. No, see, see, they, I, I did. That I have to admit, yes. <sighs> I am a genius the way I described Lionel Richie there. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. You can practically hear the Red Solo Cups when Lionel Richie's song comes on. Have you heard Incubus? No, I have not heard that. Xavier refers to Jay-Z as the whitest black man ever, but I think that's because he never really exposed to Lionel Richie, who would have won that title hands down. 
And, and, and look, man, I like Lionel's all right. I like Lionel Richie. He's an all right dude. Lionel did Billy Ocean better than Billy Ocean. See, the thing here's the thing with Billy Ocean. It's gonna sound bad. Billy Ocean had a little bit of an accent. That kind of threw it threw people. They're like, is he a black dude? Is he Caribbean? What the fuck is he? We like his music, but we'll stick with Lionel, because just enough. We we don't need that extra seasoning from the Caribbean to come in there. We got it just the way we like it here with Lionel. <laughs> I want to get the Lionel Richie Chia pet. That will get me some serious street cred with the brothers. Oh, my God. I'll email you so you can use it when you do cover song. Okay, thank you, Douglas. I appreciate that. Okay, so Lionel Richie, no, I, I can't put Lionel. I, I love Lionel, but I can't put him in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I, I, I want to. I want to put him in the Good Guy Hall of Fame, but no, can't do it. Um, Carly Simon, absolutely, positively not. No. No, they, I know she's a great songwriter and all that. You can put her in as a songwriter, but not a singer. Tribe Called Quest. <sighs> Don't think it's going to happen for you. I think if they do allow a rap group in this year, it will be Eminem. And you know who that also kind of hurts? As much as I agreed with what everybody said about Beck, Beck and Eminem might end up canceling one. One might cancel the other one out, and I'm afraid it's going to be Eminem canceling out Beck. But I do agree with you that Beck deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now my last two, well, let's see. MC5, no. No, no, no. New York Dolls, there are going to be a lot of people that call for them because they're like one of the original punk bands, right? No. No, 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 no comes down to Rage, Judas Priest, and Pat Benatar. Pat Benatar was a... Uh, she was, a, she was a, a goddess of the 80s. Not because she was so hot or anything, but she was chick rock and roll. There was nobody, and I mean nobody, that came near Pat Benatar. Pat Benatar was a bad mother. I always wondered, did Pat Benatar have groupies that were dudes? Would she, like, bang, like, six guys a night? Because she's fucking Pat Benatar. Hit, 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 and she's a gal doing it. Short black hair. Those rayon pants. 
Oh, Pat Benatar belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 100%. Judas Priest. I'm going to leave that one up to you guys. I don't have a problem with Rob Halford and Judas Priest getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I, I think it's long overdue. But talking about long overdue, Wait till you see some of these bands who have never even been nominated. Judas Priest, outside chance of getting in. Last group. Um, Rage Against the Machine. Man, I tell you what, I think they're going to get in. I Like I said, one of the greatest concerts I ever saw. And that's before they got too, too, as as Whoopi would say, too political, political. Because they've always been a political band. And I did like them. And, and they put on an amazing, that's the way I looked at them. Is I looked at it as they put on an amazing show. One of my all-time favorite shows. I'll say this, their politics either gets them in or keeps them out. One, it's got to be one of the two. So there you go. Those are this year's nominees. Lionel did Billy Ocean better than Billy. Oh, I read that. Okay. Okay, got that. Let's, oh, they covered. Hello. Uh, Christopher, you should get the Lionel Richie Chia and now Bob Ross Chia pet. Put them side by side. Uh, Flock of Seagulls. Ooh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll see. Uh, let's see. She literally had a song called I Love Rock and Roll. No, no, no. That's Joan Jett. I, I, I know. I know. You realize that all black-haired female rock singers look the same. Your eyes was just a, a racist towards white people. <laughs> oh, God, I snorted. Oh, my God. Oh, that's just too good. This song? Let's see. I saw him dancing there by the wreck of machine. I believe she is already in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Joan Jett. Uh, but <laughs> he rise. God damn, that made my day right there. I forget which John Hughes type movie with Molly Ringwald mentioned all the chicks who look like Pat Benatar. Oh, that was not a John. That was that was Fast Times Ridgemont High. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, it was it was right there when uh, when when Phoebe Cates first took in Jennifer uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, and they're at lunch. And Jennifer Jason Lee goes, oh, my God, that girl looks so much like Pat Benatar. And Phoebe Cates is like, uh, uh, there's two more. Which ones? And then they point them out. Oh, yeah, Pat Benatar was the shit, dude. Her lead guitarist is her husband, so probably not. Shit, she's a rock star. She can do what she wants. When do all these artists take their music off Spotify? <laughs> not Never. I want a foot race to a foreigner. Uh, I, I want to foot race a foreigner to this song. 
Uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash joined Neil Young. Wow, how revolutionary. What about Janis Joplin? Uh, I think she's, I think Janis Joplin's in. Yeah, she's in. Judas Priest was awesome, but they'll uh, get in because they wrote a lot of poppy metal songs. I heard Rob Halford loves the cock. Yes, Rob does. Rob Halford. Yes, Rob loves it. Rob Halford loves the cock. Yes. Uh, Tool never nominated. Well, we're gonna go through those. I, I didn't. I, I didn't look at all of them yet. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame isn't just for rock rock. <laughs> Judas Priest, yes, for the fact that Rob Halford is an out gay man. That could help him get in. I'll tell you that right now. Flock of Seagulls had more than one hit. Well, let's just see. Um, I do believe they did because they had this one. See? You'll know this song once you get into it because everybody's heard it. I ran. See, that's different than this one. I'm sure they sound the same, but but the flock of seagulls have had at least two giant hits. Um, I'm on an island when it comes to rage in the rock world. I kind of liked them when I was at Santa Cruz and all those stoned and shit, but grew up and realized they wrote the same song over and over again, and Tom Morello made some weird songs on his guitar. But fuck, is he overrated? People are just afraid to call out his lack of ability. They write the same riff or lick over and over. Singer whines about shit like an ignorant teenager. Okay. I, I... I, I do try my best to, to leave people's politics out of this the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's hard with Rage Against the Machine, but I, I don't care. I don't think they're going to get in. I really don't. Joan Jett is amazing. Yeah, I, I, I never said. <laughs> it says, LOL, damn it. Oh, I never said. Look, it, she's in the Hall of Fame. Joan Jett is amazing. Rage was definitely one of my top five shows. Mountain View and the whole damn crowd, everyone jumping at the same time was crazy. I, they did that at, at Arco. When, it, when the show was at Arco, when they did Killing in the Name of, when it went dun-dun-dun and there was a rest, they turned all the house lights on. Do what you tell me. Dun-dun-dun, house lights on. It was fucking awesome. Uh, Tool is a bit too young a band to be in the Hall of Fame. Stink Fist, no. Uh, I, look, I'll just tell you this right now. I've seen Tool two or three times. I'm just not a Tool guy. I'm just not. Hey, look, you you want to be an artist. You want to stand behind the fucking band, stand behind the screen so nobody can see. Okay, fucking great. You're a performance piece. It, their music, uh, okay. You, you play some weird chords here and there. People either love you. I, I, I'm a rare breed. They're either a love you or fuck off. I, I, I'm I'm in the middle of there somewhere. I, I could care less about Tool. So I'm just saying. Uh, is Joan Jett? Yes, yeah, she is. It would be a crime if she isn't. Was it Fast Times? Fuck, it's been too long since I've seen it. Yeah, Joan Jett is rock goddess. Okay. Uh, that's a great idea. Hang down. Uh, whoever wrote Goodbye Horses should get in. When, would you vote me in? I'd vote me in. 
The induction ceremony could have dudes dancing around with tucked in wieners. <laughs> oh, I'm not reading that, B. Coop. I mean, no, I, I, I couldn't do that. I mean, that would just ruin everything. If I, I licked Lazarus, this fucking dude. And then licked me with Adele. I mean, come on. Boy, that, that takes you from high to low. Hello? Yeah, no. No, I, I don't want to hear you anymore. Stop it. I don't want to play this. Rage Against the Machine is such a great band. I can enjoy music and not agree with their options. I know this isn't hip uh, these days, but fuck it. Oh, I look, man. If you gave me tickets to go see Rage Against the Machine again, you don't think I'm going to go to that shit? The fuck, I, I am going to be there. I would like to point out those arguments made against Rage writing the same thing over and over again have applied to ACDC. Yes, and ACDC is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and they should be in. I'll tell you this. If ACDC made it so easy and ACDC is so bad, why doesn't somebody better come along and do the exact same thing? It's a proven method to work. So if you're a better band than ACDC, why don't you do it? Let's see. uh, Somebody says, um, uh, the criteria is 25 years after their debut album. Tool is way past that. Plus, if Green Day can be in the Hall of Fame, then Tool can't. Okay. All right. And I'm like I said, I'm just not the world's biggest. Not Stink Fist 16. I know that you're probably a lot bigger Tool fan than me. I just, they're one of those things for me that they're okay. Tool was pretty cool before they got bored and just made ambient stoner music and mumbled or screamed. I really dig their old shit, but more of a niche metal band with a hardcore following. Tool's a good band, but the fan base overrate them. Everybody's fan base, no, don't do that. Everybody's fan, the band you're a fan of the most, because everybody has a favorite band. Fan base overboasts everybody. You know who overboasts them the most? I'll tell you this right now. Are idiots that work in radio. I'm going to tell you the truth. They love to, and Tool gives them nothing, and they give them all this love, and by gives them nothing, I mean they don't give, like, uh, you know, interviews, anything like that, and still the radio people love them. This says, what's wrong with ACDC? I'll say it, not a goddamn thing. Um, if you're a tool fan, does that make you a tool? A tooler, maybe. Uh, all right. First act that we're going to talk about that is not in and has never been nominated. Um, this band right here. Okay. I, I, you know what? I've got most of the music, I bet. I, oh, I don't have, hold on. Hold on one second. Hold on. Let me download something really fast because I, 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 I want to give them the, uh, oh, how do I not have that song? I should have that song in there. Okay, now I got it. All right. So our first one that we're going to talk about here, I got to tell you, this is a big one for me. 
There is there is no way that this band should not be in there. How Motorhead is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame completely blows my mind. Metallica, in their induction speech, mentioned how much they were influenced by Motorhead. Dave Grohl eulogized Lemmy. Not only the music for Motorhead, But Lemmy, Lemmy once got Jimi Hendrix heroin when he was a roadie. Lenny has two giant goiters on his face. Lemmy makes a documentary about himself, and he's doing crystal meth in it. Lemmy's mail got sent to the Rainbow Room. Lemmy is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a crime against... This is worse than Pete Rose not being in the Hall of Fame. Oh, he was eulogized by both Dave Grohl and Triple H. So there you go. Motorhead. Uh, Still, I say it hands down. ACDC put on the best show I've ever seen. Even better than Metallica, close second. I can agree with that. When I, I saw him, uh, when I when I took my life in my own hands uh, and went to Fresno, I saw ACDC and sat in the fourth row. And this was uh, 2010, or no, no, 2007. Tuesday, yeah, it was 2007. I I was blown away, just blown away. Two and a half hours. Lemmy was in the John Bobbitt porno. Lemmy is the definition of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. He lived the lifestyle and didn't stop until the Grim Reaper fucking took him. I think he might have taken the Grim Reaper's job. Lemmy is missed. Motorhead should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm sorry. It 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 It's stupid. Mm. Where'd that go? Ah, there we go. All right, our next band that is not and has never been voted on. Pioneers, as they are calling them in this article, the new wave of birth, uh, wait, the new wave of British heavy metal 
sold more than 85 million records. Wow. Yeah, Ogre, it is. I mean, like Iron Maiden, I was on their browser page. And I know that they have that one song that's like, uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, oh, oh, there it is. From uh, Two Minutes. Oh, yeah. They have a bunch of songs. Great song. 666, Whoa. number of the beast. Oh, earth and sea. For the devil sends the beast with wrath because he knows the time is short. Let him who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast. So it is six. a human number. It's number. And then, of course, you have the. the that's an awesome song, but it's like 17 fucking minutes long. Of course they're never going to play that on the radio, but it's awesome. They, twin, they perfected the twin lead guitar sound, made progressive metal cool again, had the balls to write about occult and science fiction shit, and sell out arenas all without radio support. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Look, I love I love the song, but you ain't gonna play it no fourteen minutes. All right, next band that they want to talk about. Oof! I hope you guys don't mind me doing this today. I'm having fun with this today. Um, I mean, we could talk about all the other crap that's going on in the world, which we'll probably end up having to do anyway, because uh, we do have to update you on Joe Rogan. I think. Uh, oh, let's see. Does this band? Mm. Have a chance. Pantera. I have... uh, How they are not in it right now is such a crime because two of the founding members are dead. These guys took what Metallica, and I'll give credit to Metallica, what kind of Metallica kind of started, this metal explosion, and they went a whole faster way. Pantera, I'm shocked that they're not in because they took metal to what metal is. Metallica was widely accepted, and I think they get frowned upon that, but they don't give a fuck because they're all millionaires, and they're still the greatest band in the world. And Pantera, to me, will always be the probably the metal band. Not just because they're from my home city, but because they're they're Pantera. You lose count of how many guitarists who picked up an axe because of Dimebag and their songwriting and rhythms pretty much influenced the entire decade of metal music. Amen. I agree completely. Now, does this next one, uh, do I, do I, I don't think I have any of that. Let's see. Let's just type this in. Are you ready for this band to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame?
that's Megadeth, fronted by Dave Mustaine, who was in Metallica, the original Metallica. Megadeth, ditto for Pantera, but did the in the 80s and early 90s. Uh, fuck yes, I was about to mention Megadeth. I think the only thing... I think Dave tries to be a little too creepy with his voice in some songs. It, uh, like, great musician, I ain't going to say that, but like that's not angry again. The more of me I see reflect. And you go, you look at the red-headed dude, and you're like, no. Mm, no. I mean, you look at James, and you hear James's voice comes out. James is like, I'm going to fucking kick you in the nuts and then step on him. Megadeth is still badass live. Uh, they were amazing at Aftershock a few years back. I'm not saying they're not. Megadeth and Dio are my favorite bands. We'll get to that. They took a macho genre like thrash metal and gave it intelligence, complex rhythms, political comprehension that guitar players still revere. (laughs) Dave Mustaine sounds like Beavis singing. All right, next band. Got to talk about, oh, oh, this is a crime. This is a crime. Oh, now we're going to get to some good stuff here. Oh, man. Does this band, I don't even know which one to pick from here. So I think I know how I'm going to vote on this. Um, I think it's this one. No, that's not it. No, that's not it. No, that's not it. No. No. Oh, I like this one. Oh, I think this is the one I didn't do, yeah. Ah, yeah, there we go. Yes. saying the other day about having unique voices and stuff and cool shit like that nobody's voice was cooler than Lane Staley's now I I look I, I know I'm not going to be popular for this pick um, I got to see them they opened for Kiss in Sacramento once and I got to see him I was so excited to see I, I love Alice in Chains and I, I I think hands down, it's such a dead heat for me for the greatest bands from Seattle. And I know people are going to get mad and go, oh, can you say not Nirvana number one? I just can't. I can't say they're number one. I, I, I put, it's a dead heat for me between Soundgarden and Alice in Chains. Soundgarden to me has one of the greatest lead singers of all time, Chris Cornell. But everything that, that Alice in Chains did was Fucking amazing. Jerry Cantrell's guitar tone is probably my favorite of all time. Lane Staley had a once-in-a-generation growling voice. Yep. 
man, oh, man, if the good old fucking hair on did not get a hold of Lane Staley. Who knows? I mean, I, I look at my, my music that I have in my computer. I have a lot of Alice in Chains. So you guys have gotten to see all the most of these bands. I haven't seen any of them. Probably never will either. Fuck. Well, that's why. It's good to be old sometimes. Uh, Nirvana is really mind-blowing. I saw uh, Alice in Chains Aftershock, and they were still great. I know they aren't the original band, but those dudes still put on a great show. I look, look, go see it, but I got to see the original version. I'm very, 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 I'm very proud of that. They were kick-ass. They were just fuck. They were that good. Still are, and I think they should be in there. Now, next one up. This one, oh, man, this next one, this one's tough for me. And I know that y'all are going to yell at me for it, but here you go. If it'll ever fucking play. James Dio. I was never a big fan. I just, I'm not a big fan. I, I wasn't a big fan, the little man. Is he going to get it? He should be in. I mean, for Christ's sake, he's Ronnie James Dio. Ogre says, I saw Allison Chains open for Clash of the Titans tour in 1991 when nobody heard of. We're talking Slayer, Anthrax, Megadeth fans not liking them first, but at the end of the show, people were loving them. That's how good Allison Chains is. Yeah. I almost want to hear old man angry Arnie on his porch when Nickelback gets in. Nickelback will never be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Dion Warwick will be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Nickelback. Man, I was feeling that, and you cut it off. Oh, I'm sorry, Douglas. If Maiden isn't, uh, then Dio shouldn't be in either. Okay, all right. Now, this next guy is in, but they're saying he should be in by himself. Now, isn't being in just good enough? I mean, do, do you have to be in by yourself? All aboard! <laughs> I, 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 Nothing wrong with Nickelback. Plenty of worse music than that. Oh, yeah. Oh, who? Well, Hinder. Yeah, that's correct. Hinder. Hinder is worse. Ozzy had two music careers, and they both kicked ass. I, I, I look, of course, you got to put Ozzy in there. 
But I'm thinking, well, they got him for this, so that, that should be good. Now, here's a band that I have no problem putting in because I've already mentioned them in this segment here. This is my other favorite band. Let me see. If- Anybody says no to that band being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, y'all, y'all, you know what? Just don't pay for the subscription of the show anymore. Just don't. See, what I will say about this is I, I look at front men like this. To me, the greatest front man in the history of, of rock and roll music, the greatest front man is Freddie Mercury. Because Freddie had everything. Freddie had it all. He had the voice. I don't know why people found him attractive, but that ugly motherfucker was attractive. And he was a showman. Now, you go down the long lines of, of things. You think about great lead singers, and this is it, it. it takes something like this. David Lee Roth, to me, is one of the greatest frontmen of a band of all time. He was a showman. He was great. Sammy's good. I'm not taking anything away from Sammy, but when you saw Van Halen with Dave, you saw a show. Not as good as Freddie, though, but still pretty damn good. And then when it comes to the voice, I still think Freddie's voice is the greatest. I think Chris Cornell's is the second greatest voice there is. Nothing, and and there's something to, he has a great voice. Lane Staley has a very unique and cool-ass voice. But yes, you think Kid Rock will ever get considered? Boy, I did not in, not anytime soon. I, I really don't think anytime soon. Someday, maybe, but I, man. Don't pay for the show anymore. <laughs> I like Soundgarden, so I guess I'm safe. Uh, all right, next. Okay, now this is going to be the band. I think that 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 we might have a little. I don't know if we're going to get along with this one. The next band they talk about is. Motley Crue. 
Doubt the crew gets in. Ogre says, you know me, I like the crew, but in a smirking, condescending kind of way. Had great tunes, but defined cheesy to me. They put on one great show, though, too. <laughs> the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will put Methods of Mayhem, Tommy Lee's side project, which is god-awful, in before Motley Crue. Uh, or at least before Vince's belly got in the way of his lungs. Uh, I, I, am, I am a big Motley Crue fan. I, not of the current condition of Motley Crue. See, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be boasting about seeing Elvis today. Like, if if Elvis was still alive, I wouldn't be like, "Hey, check it out! I'm going to see Elvis." I want to see Elvis in the '50s and '60s. I want to see Motley Crue in the the '80s and some of the '90s. Not today. Today, you stayed around a little too long. You got a little punchy. It's that poor boxer that just stays in forever. Uh, now, I think of cheesy rock bands. Poison comes to mind every time. Well, let's see. I, I don't know. I mean, we got a few more left. Okay, cool. Ooh. Oh, oh we got some big ones coming up here. I'm sorry. Wait, who was that? Uh I'm just going to kind of go through these. Okay, so well, hold on. Let me let me go back to where I was. I didn't realize I had some. Motley Crue. So Motley Crue, I, yeah. If you can't put Motley Crue in, it might as well have not have a Hall of Fame. Motley Crue was the it band of the 80s. I mean, they were, they were the, see, like, like, like look at it, look at it stacked this way, Okay. You know how Metallica was the band, though, but Pantera was the real metal band, but Metallica got credit for it? So you, you got to stack these up. So you start with Pantera in the metal, and then you go to Metallica, and then you go to Motley Crue. See, they were they were that allowed metal then. That's what was allowed. And then the further it got down, the more that was allowed... Boom, that's what birthed Metallica. And then it kept growing and growing and growing, and then it grew to Pantera. See how I put all that together? And, like, it was Van Halen and stuff that led down to Motley Crue. Uh, Wow, all these legendary bands, none of them in the Hall of Fame. I don't want to live in this timeline anymore. I want to go back to the ones with Land Sharks. Uh, my very first show, Motley Crue at Cow Palace. All right. Uh, I like Motley Crue a lot, but like I said, not today's version of it. All right, how about this band? Do they belong in there? The Scorpions. I think they're a bunch of dick bags, and I would never put the Scorpions in there. There you go. Now I got to run through some of these because I do have to take one more break. Uh, you know, I really don't have to take a break, but I'm just, I'm still going to run through these because we got other ones to get to. How about this band? Will this band ever get in there? I'm just going to like kind of 
pick and choose. This one right here. Slayer, get in. Does rain is on you? See, and Pantera was at a loud level, and then it grew and grew and grew, and it turned into Slayer. See how I'm doing this? Too satanic. <laughs> Okay, all right, well, whoa, when will this band be uh, in there? The world is a vampire. Smashing Pumpkins get in? Uh, who chooses the nominees? Are they done by fan vote or committee? I think it's a committee that puts it all together. And they finally vote on it. And I, I think there's some fan like sites that they'll go to and they'll work with these fan sites and they'll go to the committee and they, they nominate. Like I, I'm telling you that one with the funny name, like Fettel Wapple or whatever his name was. And it was just music. I guarantee you that one gets in on the international basis. And everybody would be like, huh? Who the fuck is this? Because that's what the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame does. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins will totally get in and deserve it. I ain't got a problem with them. My dad had a problem with them, but I didn't have a problem with Smashing Pumpkins. So, um, let's see. Okay, here's a, here's an interesting one. Does this guy get to go in? We talked about uh, he's in. He's already in already, but he's in in a band. What about this guy? Suckers walk, money talks, but it can't touch my three lock box. Sammy Hagar, that song alone should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Three Lock Box? Oh, you kidding me? That song, that that was a kick-ass song. I, I have no problem with saying, if you're going to put Ozzy in twice, you got to put Sammy in twice. Now I don't have any of this guy's music because all he does is play the guitar. Joe Satriani. Anybody want to say anything about Joe Satriani? Joe Satriani going once. Going twice. No. No, Joe Joe Satriani not getting in. Heck of a guitar player. I can't take that away from him now, can I? Joe Satriani, the worst horrible. <laughs> I didn't like I I I, I hated those. They, 
all the guitar guys that just did that. Uh, let's see. Joe goes in. No way. Satriani should go. How about Whitesnake? Oh, I don't think Whitesnake gets in. Well, we, we, we've got a, a new list now. These are the last of this list. Should this band be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Oh, how about we just do this? It's corn. Corn, do they deserve to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Corn? Now, what are. It's not on the list. I'm asking this out of my own. If corn goes in, then there there's a certain band that you're gonna have to let in. Oh, I hate to tell you. Nobody is going to ever let Limp Bizkit in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm just telling you that right now. Um, now, this is a good one here. It, this, uh, this this is a very interesting one here. Uh, I'll do that one. How about this band? Should they be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Come on. That's Jane's Addiction. Jane's Addiction? Well, what the fuck is Jane's Addiction? I mean, the theme song to to the damn show. I mean, I love Jane's Addiction. I think Jane's Addiction should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, put, <laughs> just to mess with Marshall Mathers, they need to put Christina Aguilera in there too, and Britney Spears. Hey now, uh, what was the addiction though? It was Jane. Jane was the addiction. <laughs> Hold on. Do I have any? No, I have no Jethro Tull. Jethro Tull, they're they're nominated. I ain't gonna put them in. No, I can't put them in. All right, I got one more person. One more person. I already know the answer to this, but I would put this guy in in a second. But there is no way. Entourage, that was the show. 
There is no way that this guy will ever get into a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But goddamn, I love him. see Ted Nugent. I know he's going to be playing in Fort Worth sometime this year. I'd love to go see him, but I want to see that Ted Nugent. Not, not, not Patriot Ted Nugent. I just want to see rock star Ted Nugent. That's all I want to see. Wasn't this Chris Benoit's favorite song? (laughs) No. (laughs) I did use your joke today. His favorite group was Slipknot. Ted's all right, but part of from Cat Scratch Fever and Stranglehold, which go on about five minutes too long. What else has he done? Oh, the, the Sweet Poonanny song. I could give a shit about his wacky politics, but musically, he's all right. All right. Uh, that's about it. That, that That's all the ones they list, so. That was a that was a fun time there going down the old rock and roll hall of fame. All right. Uh, oh shit. Oh, let's see something here. I got an email. Okay. Got an email. Real quick. Do, do email. You guys care? Do email. All right. Let's see. All right. So we uh, we do uh, listener mail here, and uh, listener mail brought to you by JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. The rest. Man, oh, man, the, the, the rest are pouring water on the streets here in Texas, and they're making the roads even icier. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? You know who won't do that? Jeff Force. But Jesse, he won't. 775-267-4123. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, okay, it says, hey, Arnie, quick email here. Just wondering if you believe what everyone is saying, that Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. Let's debate. This way, this way you want to end the show? Debate with this? Reports are, by the way, that Jim Harbaugh will become the next Vikings head coach. Just letting you know. Um, anyway, did you ever get to see him play in person? I never did, but I still have a hard time calling him the greatest of all time. Just due to the Super Bowl wins, I mean, didn't he lose the big game as well? I'd have to say that I think Walter Payton is the greatest football player of all time. That's Benjamin. Walter Payton, not a bad choice. 
Let's let let's go down this fucking moose hole, shall we? I was thinking about this, maybe not going. Who's the greatest players? I I, I he asked if I'd seen him. Who's the greatest player? I was flipping channels last night, and uh, right after wrestling was over, AEW not really that great. Um. No, oh, the OC from the Rams is going to be the coach? Okay, thank you. I appreciate that, Douglas. They were talking about Wayne Gretzky last night, and I thought to myself, you know, I never got to see Wayne Gretzky play. I, I, I didn't go to a lot of hockey games because we didn't have hockey in Dallas at that time when I was growing up. And then when they got hockey here is when I moved away. So I never got to see a lot of hockey. So, I thought about it and thought about it. Best athletes I've ever seen play. Okay. Well, I never saw Gretzky. I saw Jordan. Now, I, I didn't get to see that Jordan. I saw the Washington Bullets here at Jordan. But I got to see him play in person. Uh, Magic, yeah. Bird, yeah. <sighs> Those are, those are two of my all-time greatest to see play. Kareem, Shaq, yeah. Kobe, yeah. LeBron, I, I did get to see him his rookie year. The rest think Whoopi Goldberg and Hitler did nothing wrong. Uh, that's just in basketball. Hockey, I, I, I haven't seen anybody. I, I saw Mike Madonna and, and Brett Hull. That's who I've seen. Football. I saw Montana play. Wait, wait, did I? Yeah, oh, yeah, I did. I did. I saw Montana play in college. I saw Earl, Vince, Ricky, Cedric. To me, those are the all-time greatest Longhorns. Or Roy Williams, all-time greatest Longhorns. So, seen them. Um, Tony Dorsett, Troy Aikman. Seen the greatest Cowboys of all time play. Seen Reggie White. Minister of Defense. Never saw LT play in public. Saw Dion. Um, and then pro or, or baseball. Fuck, I saw everybody. Sosa, McGuire, Bonds. The greatest of those, the the greatest I ever saw was uh, King Griffey Jr. Easily. Yeah. So, uh, but greatest of all time, I. You say you say Walter Payton. Okay. I like the idea of Harbaugh, but also knew that meant we keep Cousins because Harbaugh wouldn't leave Michigan to have a whole new shit team for a year. He would have kept Cousins and gotten rid of the top offensive guys because of the cap. I'm excited to see the young coach with the OC coaching experience. I really hope he can coach all the studs we have like Cook, Thielen, and Jefferson. Hey, I'm rooting for you. My team's going to suck dick next year because Dak's still our quarterback. But, hey, uh, greatest of all time, Walter Payton. That's a great pick. Undersized guy. All The whole world against him. 
I think the biggest crime that ever happened in, in, in football was the 1985 Bears, the greatest defense. You cannot talk bad about that defense. The 85 Bears defense is the greatest defense that ever ever lined up. You line up all those steel curtains, all the doomsday, all the orange crush, ain't the 85 Bears. They dominated. That was the first Super Bowl that started all these dominations. 1985, when the Bears kicked, well, no, actually it didn't start, but that was one of the worst ones. That one was terrible. They beat the New England Patriots like a billion to nothing. And Walter Payton, the Hall of Fame running back, was not given the ball on the goal line. They gave it to the refrigerator. Fridge scored. Walter Payton has zero touchdowns in the Super Bowl. That's a crime. There is no debate. The GOAT of the NFL is Jerry fucking Rice, end of convo. Well, I put Jerry Rice right near the top. Now, we'll come down to it. The greatest quarterback is Joe Montana. I'm sorry. I, I love you, Tom. Tom, I, 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 you're right there. You're, you're, you're like two-tenths of a thousand, right? He lost two Super Bowls or did he lose three Super Bowls? See, Joe didn't lose. So, Tom, you are great, Tom, but the greatest of all time, no. Um, Jerry Rice. The debate is between Jerry Rice for me and Deion Sanders. I think, or, or, or Jim Brown. Jim Brown, you can't go wrong with saying Jim Brown's the greatest NFL player of all time. I throw Deion's name out there. Why? You look at Deion's numbers. You look at Dion's numbers. Nobody ever did what Dion did. And Dion was on bad teams. Dion, you would not throw to Dion's side of the field. You couldn't kick to him. He was that good. Nobody liked him because he was flashy and he told everybody that he was that good. But it was that good. When he went to, what happened the first year he went to a good team? The first year he went to a good team, the Niners? What happened, y'all? That's right. Thanks to the pass interference call that wasn't called against the Cowboys, your San Francisco 49ers won the Super Bowl. And then when he left after that year and went to Dallas, what happened? Cowboys won the Super Bowl the next year. Tim McCarver didn't like Dion too much. No, Tim McCarver was a bitch. Tim McCarver wanted to talk shit about a professional athlete. Dion just poured water on him. Tell you what, you watch that. I think there's a 30 for 30 on Dion. Dion doesn't get near, near the recognition he deserves for being a baseball player. Not necessarily, I'm not going to say he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, nothing like that. You look at those numbers when he played the football game and the playoff game in the same week. I know the Braves got eliminated in that series. Look at Dion's numbers. 
Dion hit like 540 in that series, and he got benched. Dion, if, if Atlanta won that series, Dion would have been the MVP. Uh, Walter Payton is great. Okay, well, hey, you can you can have Walter Payton. That's fine. I'm cool. I'm cool with that. Let's see, Christopher, you sent me a story today about this. So let's see. Okay, I was going through my new stuff and found this story. Guy goes to his local B of A branch to deposit a $33,000 cashier's check. He notices that the deposit doesn't go through. So he goes back to the next day to only see that the fucking place closed overnight. He spends the next few days on the phone and driving to other branches only for them to say that there's nothing they can do. Dude freaks out, calls the news. It's not until the, the story gets out somewhere the actual power pays attention. And they finally, wow, this is fucking crazy here. They finally just do your fucking job. Asked for a receipt and dropped $33,000 in the guy's account. Keep in mind the check is still probably lost inside the old branch somewhere. Anyway, don't uh, know if this one makes a cut, but have a great show. Yeah, it lived up to the hype. Thank you. I appreciate that, buddy. Oh, my gosh. Bank of America. That is funny as shit. Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, that is perfect. Young Harm has outdone himself again. We now have gra- uh, graphics for the whoopee. Awarded to the dirtiest cunt of the day. Perfect. It's so perfect. Um, nobody has the numbers Rice does, and Walter isn't even San- isn't even Sanders. Come on, he replaced like forty years ago. Well, I'm 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 not saying that Rice is not the greatest. I Jerry Rice was phenomenal. He was. He was. I I have no problem saying Jerry Rice is the greatest player to ever played in the NFL. None at all. Quite all right saying that. Mm-hmm. Now, see, why, why is shit like this? I've had this story for a couple days now. I got I to gotta know. Two Humboldt penguins in upstate New York are now the proud parents of a fluffy penguin chick. Elmer and Lima... Both male. Why? They're the first same-sex penguin pair at the Rosamond Gifford Zoo in Syracuse. During breeding season this past autumn, zoo staffers noticed that the two started paying more attention to each other and spending time together even teaming up to defend their territory inside the mean streets of the zoo's Penguin Coast exhibit, which is now home to 28 Humboldt penguins. Last fall, 
Elmer and Lima were noticed to be carrying rocks around together, which is kind of an early stage of courtship and looking for a place to build a nest. They were very much interested in each other. Oh, my. I mean, come on. Are, are, we, are, are, are we saying that... Oh, my God. No. No. Big ones. Strangers in the night Exchanging glances Wandering in the night What were the... Yep, it seems like, well, Elmer and Lima, they had grown a very strong bond. Zoo staffers noticed. <laughs> the bag running that zoo. Zoo staffers also noticed that the chick's biological penguin parents weren't particularly good with their eggs. So Stafford's upper... Uh, Offered up one of their eggs to Elmer and Lima. They fuck. They're human trafficking. They're penguin trafficking with inside the penguin world. According to experts, yes, yes, Christopher Gay penguins. Uh, penguins can't distinguish between their eggs and other eggs, so it was easy for Elmer and Lima. Typical men. They don't know what their fucking kid looks like. Typical men. The duo then took turns sitting on it, keeping it warm, until it hatched on New Year's Day. Oh, oh, for for fortuitousness upon us that it launches on New Year's Day. The chick seems to be very outgoing and is already coming to the front of the nest to look around and explore the outside. Well, of course it is because it's being raised by two flamboyantly gay goddamn penguins. Hey, guys. It's me, Polly the Penguin. What's going on up here? I I don't know if this is... This is good for the gay agenda, or if they're just propagating stereotypes as we speak. I mean, did that not did that just describe the gay kid? Showing signs it'll likely grow up to be a well-rounded, confident penguin in the colony. I mean, for fuck's sake. The penguin reminds us of Adam Lambert. Oh, let's see. The chick seems to be outgoing, but unlike his adopted parents who are primarily black and white, he's one month old chick and is currently brown with a velvety dark feathers. Oh, ho, ho, ho. no, he didn't. <laughs> Do you think his mama got together with a penguin from the South Pole? Yo, bitch, what's up? Oh, my name, my name is, I, I, I'm a salmon. I'm Sammy, Sammy from the South Pole. Oh, man. 
This is fantastic. This is fantastic that we have we have literally created a gay penguin family. What why is it? Why is it that we have science anymore? We can just build it on our own. We don't need to prove it. Just put those penguins together. They'll gay up. That one likes rocks. Oh, they're gay. Fuck's sake. I imagine both Elmer and whatever the other one is looking for some fucking... They're looking for some penguin pussy out there. They're like tired of playing this. Oh, congratulations, uh, California. Just uh, real quick, uh, let you know. California could be the first state to start paying black people reparations. There you go. Supporters of a federal effort to study reparations for black Americans are watching an ongoing debate in California over how to address the wrongs of history and racist structures. Just stop. This is one of those times where what happens when they, look, look, we can talk about this. Let's talk about reparations. How are you going to feel when you have to give a reparations check to a white person? You don't think somebody white in America right now was related to a slave back in the day? Half sibling, half siblings count. I'm just telling you. So when you go to the bank and you see white people cashing reparations checks, or is it only going to go to black people? Is that a question that's been asked yet? If you can show direct descendancy towards, but why? Why is today's society, and I'll say it right now, why is today's society being punished? Why is it being punished? We didn't do anything. I, 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 I really didn't. I promise you. I didn't do anything. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I'm not trying to laugh at what your ancestors went through, I promise. But I had nothing to do with it. And here's the other part. Neither did you. Who gets paid these reparations? Do wealthy African Americans get this money? Will, will Snoop Dogg get a check? Will Diddy get a check? You remember how the public was so upset, and you can look this one up, when uh, Diddy's son, well, or was it Snoop? It was, might have been Snoop. No, it was Diddy's. Diddy's son took a scholarship to play football at either Stanford or USC. I think it was Stanford. Or no, no, it was SC. Took, took a scholarship, and people were upset. That his son got a scholarship because his daddy was rich. Huh? 
Mm-mm-mm. But that's the road we have to go down is we have to see, well, and I said it as a joke earlier about Lionel Richie is it he's black enough for us. I'll ask the question. How black you got to be to get a, 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 a check of reparations? Just wondering. Hell yes, Snoop will get paid. I can see him on the TikTok getting his check and saying for shizzle or shizzle something and then immediately getting his $200,000 Bentley and driving to the dispensary. Yep. All right. All right, we got a couple more stories here. You know, that did happen with that. That's so funny that you bring that up because that's exactly what happened to old dirty bastard. Dude from the Wu-Tang Clan. He got busted because he got picked up. He was rolling with some Cristal, and he had his, his baby mama in there, and I don't know, about three kids in there, in a limousine. They're riding around, and they stopped, and they got out, and MTV watched him go inside and cash his welfare check. He did get in trouble because it was on television. And they said, wait a second. Why is a guy who's drinking Chris Dow talking about selling 2 million records? Why is he on welfare? <laughs> I like on Chappelle's show when they gave black people reparations. One dude bought a truck filled with cools. Where are you? Are you going to? Did you buy this delivery truck? Yeah, I bought it. I bought it for that. I don't drive no delivery truck. I bought this because of the cools. I'm rich, bitch. It's going to sound really bad, but how bad is it going to be when we've rounded up all the black people in one state and none of them want to work because they're on that government money and don't need no job? It's look. This is this is where we are right now as a society. It's like. They're, they're letting you push to a certain point, and then you're like, oh, you're racist. Wait a second. You know, it's until people, the end of it will be when that conquistador ride comes down and people start to realize that, A, they're not that important, and that's a big one. You're not that important. What you want isn't that important. That's when it starts to stop. But we aren't aren't there yet, and we aren't close. Not at all. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but it's true. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yep, yep, we do. Big, big problem. You know, most men think about this at some point in their life. I never have, thank God. But they think about the day that they can go out and they can maybe go fishing with their grandson. Their son's son. 
Oh, many men have thought about this, and that's what recently happened here. A Florida man and his 11-year-old grandson. Oh, doesn't that just melt you? They're out, I mean, this is a Norman Rockwell painting. He and his granddad out there fishing together. I'll be. And wouldn't you know, they caught something. I know, I can see the tears forming in your eyes right now. This is one of those long-distance commercials, isn't it? That's what you're saying right now. Arnie, did you get a script to a a long-distance commercial from the 80s and you're tearing us up for no reason because you're talking about this beautiful picture of a grandfather and a grandson going out and fishing? And then they catch something? Oh, my God. They're out there and they wound up with... Well, this is good. This is good. They, they were, like, doing the magnet-type fishing. Yeah, uh-huh. And uh, they hooked to uh, uh, 40 pounds. Actually, uh, 42 pounds of metal. So they pulled it up. The 11-year-old and his granddad pulling up all this metal. Oh, man, what'd we get? What'd we get? What'd we get? Well, we got two pounds of scrap. And because it's in Florida, we got 40 pounds of guns. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. That is good stuff right there. 40 pounds of guns. Including two pulled 50 caliber Barrett sniper rifles out of the canal near Miami over the weekend. So I I believe this area where this man and his grandson are fishing is where everybody drops <laughs> drops their guns off. They fished up guns. That's like winning a school raffle in Florida. Boating accident for the ones who know. No shit. That grandfather was like, "Oh goddamn!" And you know what? It's a grandson's fault. He's probably his step-grandson anyway. That's why the grandfather's throwing him under the bus. Not really his grandson. The kid goes crying off to the authorities. We found guns. We found guns. When Grandpa knew not to say a goddamn word. Jesus, shut that damn kid up. That's no grandkid of mine. Better check the DNA in that thing. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it... Now, last night when I read this headline and I read part of the story, I got really excited. And I thought I I had an epiphany last night. It's the first time I've ever said this in my entire life. When all of a sudden this this thought hit me and... When I said... Holy shit, I want to move to Florida. That's right, I I know, I know. Nobody ever thought I would say, holy shit, I want to move to Florida. 
So let me read into this story because I stopped as soon as I said, holy shit, I want to move to Florida. Okay, good. Peacocks could be on the outs in some South Florida neighborhoods after the Miami-Dade Commission agreed to loosen a law protecting the birds. While the 20-year-old law still protects peacocks from harm, commissioners agreed Tuesday that allows cities to opt out if they present appropriate plans to humanely remove the divisive birds from the area where they are not wanted. Oh, man. Mating season is when they get their most complaints. They get very aggressive. They lay their eggs, build their nest, and they peck at cars. People also complain about the droppings, the noise, and the damage they cause. Well, let me just say, I would be more than happy to come to town and Oh, what, what, what is it you say? Oh, I will humanely, humanely remove the divisive birds. So when I sever its head with one clean shabba, that is very humane. Oh, my God. If you could go to Florida and fucking hunt peacocks, Oh, that would be phenomenal. Let's get if we rid the world of peacocks, I think that's a that's doing God's work. Man, oh man. Shit, I might call Tommy on this one. He and I might just go down there and invest in just doing doing a little uh peacock hunting. Peacock hunting with a car. That's living the dream to me. Some peacocks roll up in my yard and that start shit. And I have to humanely get double shot from my shotgun. Once that peacock head clean blow off, I need a tissue. Oh, I'll gladly. Oh, you want me to remove them? Okay, I will do that. I'll grab them by the fucking, I'll, I'll get the, the bag and you put them in there, right? And then I'll put them in my car. And I'm removing them. Here I go, removing them. And then I go to my property, and I take that bag, and I smash it on the ground 58 times. Then I throw that bag in my garbage can, and I go, okay, I've humanely disposed of it. I want a bunch of peacocks. Peacocks, I can imagine, are bigger dicks than geese. Ever play a lot of golf, you get you come across a lot of fucking geese. And geese are assholes. I'll say it. I'm not afraid. Geese lives don't matter. Uh-uh. Geese are some mean motherfuckers. They will chase you. They don't care that you got a fucking seven iron in your hand. And you are about to take their fucking head off. And then the marshal sees you and waves you off. For example... Peacocks are sweet. They're just huge and noisy. Well, there you go. You, we, we have found your utopia. 
grabbing a golf club and yelling four before turning that noisy-ass bird into Thanksgiving dinner. They're like, turkey? Turkeys are assholes, too. Played plenty of fucking golf courses with turkeys on them. I may or may not have been in a group that somebody actually hit a stinger about a foot off the ground right into that chest of a turkey and knocked the turkey over. No, it was not me. Oh, I saw I saw that video, Triple T, where Stone Cold had his dogs run off the geese on his property. Man, they're motherfuckers. They, them Northern California, Northern Nevada geese, they are motherfuckers. Hit that stinger right in that fucking turkey's chest. I wish it would have been me. That's a badass. Oh, I think, is that going to do it? Is that is that it we got today? Let's see. Is there anything else that I leave off? Okay, get rid of that story, idiot. Uh, oh, I, I, I got to save this for one more day because it's too good just to throw it away. Uh-uh. By the way, the the Joe Rogan thing was was dumb. It was about how he once mimicked the Queen. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, let me get rid of that guy too, because nobody cares about that. All right. Uh, all right, that's gonna do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow, which is Friday. Oh my God, Friday. And we will have our, our, our hopefully, it, please send it to me, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. You can text me at 775-357-FANS, uh, 3267. You can text me the Whoopi, uh, the Whoopi Award, which goes to the dirtiest cunt of the day. And our inaugural one today was Susan Sarandon. So there you go. We, we should have that again tomorrow. So until then, remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, adios, everybody. modern world when two lovers get together chances of them ever making it to forever couldn't be better than two in a million hearts girl this ain't just another run of the mill emotion what i'm feeling is a definition of devotion my love for you is true Sun coming up each morning, bright as the light and a baby's smile, sure as a mountain river winding, bright as the rain falling from the sky. Girl, my love for you is true. earth can be borrowed so there's no way to know when I'll live my last tomorrow but every day I get I'll share with you 
This feeling just keeps getting stronger as the time goes by It's written on my face, you can see it in my eyes My love for you is true is outside waiting to arrest him.